Hello, 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 hello. Welcome back to Disney Adult, the podcast where Chicago comedians rate, review, uh, react to Disney movies from our childhood. This is the season finale of the Renaissance era. We have watched, um, I want to say about 10 movies. I'm not going to count because it's not that important. But we, we have gone through all the movies from my childhood that fall within the era that um, really put Disney back on the map. Some of the greatest hits. And we are ending today with one of my favorites, Mulan. And I only thought it would be um, appropriate to end the same way we started with my two favorite guests. My husband, Andrew Mahalik writer, comedian, performer, um, and my best friend, Sarah Blantz, improviser, writer, actress, dog mom. Um, we recorded this on the same day we recorded our first one. So if, if, this, if this podcast has taken off and is a wild success and we have developed a whole new format or things have changed, just know that we have not figured that out yet. <laughs> Because we recorded the the first episode on the same day we recorded the last episode. Um, because we were all sitting on the couch, we had just eaten Chinese, and it was a great time. But thank you so much, and let's enjoy this last outing before uh, we wrap up this season of the Renaissance Era. As myself, Andy, and Sarah once again reconvene to watch Mulan. We are back. This is the final episode in this season. Oh my the god! The season finale. The first and the last. First and the last. And today we're talking about Mulan. I am here with my husband, comedy writer Andrew Mahalik. Hello, happy to be here. Goes by home. Andy or Babe in the house. Mm-hmm. Also with my best friend of all times and comedy partner, writer, actress, improviser, Sarah Blantz. Oh my god, I love that that introduction. <laughs> hey, I practiced it. Okay, okay. On I appreciate the, the toilet. effort. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we have just eaten two pounds each of Chinese food. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is a set. We are actually recording this right after we recorded the first episode. So yeah. So we can't, if there's, if anything has changed throughout all the episodes in between, if this podcast is a complete different format, we're taking it back to whatever we were doing on the first day. We can't help you with that. Nope. We don't like change. We are reviewing Mulan. Now let us start from the beginning. Andy and I rewatched this today um, because Andy had only ever seen this one other time before when we, the three of us had gotten together and watched it. Which blows my mind. I know. This was a big deal. For me growing up, Sarah, was it a big deal for you? It was a huge deal. This was my favorite. So, like, my childhood favorite Disney film is 101 Dalmatians, but like, at my te- from the my teen years on, that is a great question. We should be asking everybody what was your favorite as a child? It was 101 Dalmatians. 101 Dalmatians. I used to watch it every day. And then this came out, and the first time I ever saw it was like at school. When we were studying different like filmmakers and cultures and stuff, oh, they wow. played Mulan, and I was like, "Are you fucking kidding me? 
This is the perfect movie. It's I've very related good. to her so much. Yeah. As a tomboy. <laughs> <laughs> so then, babe, when you were when you were young and this movie came out, did you just not care? Did people like I remember you know, that Christina Aguilera sang the song Reflection and very big like deal. everything was pushing that. Just the song Reflection. And I remember watching the commercials and just what year did this come out? 1994, I want to say. Let no me d- way. Double check. No, that's not 1994. Really, 1998. So I think at that age, you're still young enough where if your parent or an adult in your life doesn't p- uh, get it to you, right? Like take you to the movie theater, get you the VHS or mm-hmm. DVD. Like you just don't have access to it. And uh, so I think it was one of those. I, I liked the song Reflection. I knew it was a movie, but then probably by the time it was on TV, I just was like, eh, I get it. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> we watched it as adults this morning, and I've rewatched mm-hmm. this many times. You've seen it as an adult many times. What were your feelings about it, rewatching it as an adult? We thought it was so fucking funny. I forgot how funny this it's movie very is. very funny. It held up for me. I feel like a lot of Disney movies, like I'm like, oh, I, the way that I see this movie now is different it's than when different. I saw it as a kid. But I still am like very much like it's the same. I have the same perspective of this movie. Yeah. Like, we ah. watched it this morning, Sober as Nuns, mm-hmm. and we were cackling <laughs> at certain so points. Funny. It's very funny. I also thought, like, mm. I I really enjoyed it this morning, right? Yeah. Um, but I also thought, like, oh, I see a little bit of Hercules in this. I also see a little bit of, like, Lilo and Stitch animation oh, in this. Yeah. So mm-hmm. compared Emperor's to... Groove and- yeah, compared to the ones that I watched, like, my favorite as a kid would have been The Lion King and Aladdin. Those were the ones I had on all the time. So, like, compared to those, these felt... This felt newer. Yeah. Um, well, let's jump right into the plot. So, per usual, re- we are reading our plot right off of Wikipedia. So, if anything is wrong or inaccurate, that is... Not our problem. Your problem, not mine. The Huns, who are led by the ruthless Shan Yu, invaded Imperial Han China by breaching the Great Wall. In the Imperial City, the Emperor orders a general mobilization with... Uh, wait a minute now, conscription notices requiring one man from each family to join the Imperial Chinese Army. So it does open on our villain, Shan Yu. The, you know, I was saying many weeks ago when mm-hmm. we recorded the first one, <laughs> <laughs> how scary Cruella and Ursula are yeah. from The Little Mermaid. Shan Yu is, is f- a fucking nightmare. His skin is gray like a corpse. Right? He just looks so mean. His eyes are bright yellow. Like he almost seems inhuman. Very much so. And I read a little fact that in the original, like when they were originally conceptualizing this, he was even more unhuman. They sort of were toying with the idea of making him more of a demon because he is loosely based off of Attila the Hun. Oh, yeah, okay. And they were like, well, it's not going to be a direct historical representation. And also, I think they got themselves burned by Pocahontas. Mm. Um, (laughs) (laughs) They learned lessons. They learned lessons, as they should. Um, And so they were like toying of making him more demonic so that this would be less of compared to actual history, I think. Um, but what they landed on is kind of a perfect blend of like, he could be human, but he is also horrifying and scary. Right? Because later in the movie, spoiler alert, he should be dead. 
but he survives like a fucking avalanche. And I'm yeah. like, this motherfucker is Michael Myers. <laughs> he's scary. <laughs> he's scary. And I also think he's like one of the few Disney villains that doesn't feel gay to me. Oh, we'll discuss his gayness later. (laughs) But I I agree with you. I agree. Most Disney villains we find are either inspired by gay people or have a gay feeling to them. He has a psychotic serial killer feel. Yeah, he was hurt. Yeah. Oh, for sure. So Fa Mulan, we're introduced to Fa Mulan, learns that her elderly father, Fa Zhao, is the only man in her family and an army veteran is being conscription or conscripted and fears for his life due to poor health. But before this happens, they prepare her for marriage in like a ceremony where she meets the matchmaker and we're introduced to her family. Is there is this in every Disney movie where someone's being prepared for marriage or It's been in the two we've reviewed. Right. <laughs> it's like a young girl being prepared yeah. to be sold off like Which cattle. Which is more than enough. Well, I think a lot of I yeah, I would say you're probably right. Most of the female driven led stories at least start at that that intersection of like they're about to be wed yeah a million like percent bell and beauty and the beast nobody's really setting that up but gaston's trying to mm-hmm. get in there in frozen anna is setting it up for herself immediately she's like i'm ready to be married it's it's a commonality where like we open with especially a female character and yet Only i feel like character. no one's learning lessons right yeah everyone's still getting married no, I just mean we're learning nothing from the movies. Oh, people we as just, people? Yeah. A million percent. Well, you were talking about them getting her prepared to be married, and she's kind of like, the parents have zero faith in their daughter. They are oh, like, yeah. they're praying, they're they're like, please, yikes, not going to go well. But Mulan, in the room with the matchmaker, I was actually like, what the heck? She doesn't do anything wrong. It's the cricket. Yeah. The oh, cricket, yeah. the little shit, is the one that's causing all the ruckus. They introduced my favorite character of this whole movie, which is the grandmother. Yes. Yeah. And they're talking about ancestors because this is set in China and, and uh, you know, you're honoring your ancestors is a big mm-hmm. part of the culture in the movie. And she says, somebody says um, something about the luck of the ancestors and the grandmother says, how lucky can they be they're dead? Yeah. And then she immediately closes her eyes and walks directly into traffic. Oh, yes. <laughs> it was, it, it, we were, I was howling. And also she carries around this lucky cricket, which she then gives to Mulan as an accessory. And I thought, live animals as an accessory? Now we're talking. 2021, here we come. <laughs> I want I want a vampire bat that hangs off of the oh sleeve my of gosh. my hoodie. Or in the sleeve of my hoodie. I'd like a praying mantis. But you're right. Then she meets with the matchmaker, which is also one of my favorite scenes. The mm-hmm. uh, Fa Mulan. <laughs> <laughs> and she does everything right, but the cricket really fucks her up. Yeah, it's not fair. She gets a bad rap. So what? You're a klutz, right? So what? You're clumsy. So what? You're clumsy. This has got to be somebody here for you. Somebody who's got a padded apartment. (laughs) (laughs) Somebody who only drinks out of plastic. Come on. Fa Mulan learns that her elderly father, Fa Zhu, is the only man in her family that could be a, a veteran. So whenever they call to call one man from every family, it has to be him because he has no sons. Um to protect him she cuts her hair and takes her father's sword and armor disguising herself as a man so that she can enlist uh for him instead what a boss move honestly i'd be like 
Good luck, Dad. Good luck, See Dad. Great. I'll water the garden. Yeah. I'll try not to think too much about it. Uh, she also, in right before this, she sings uh, the pinnacle song, Reflection, mm-hmm. which I remember being a child, and feeling be- that too hard. Yeah, right? For my own circumstances. I remember singing that into like my reflection of the window of my bedroom. <laughs> no, I laugh, but I did the same thing. Like, what was I reflecting on? When... You know, I was eight. But there are so so many things we don't know, and that we know we don't know, and it's scary. <laughs> and who are we? And what are we doing? And what's our purpose? And also, speaking of purpose, her whole thing is to bring honor to her entire family by being um, a great bride, and and what that's a lot of pressure to bring honor to your family. That is sure. And throughout the throughout the whole movie. Everybody was just saying, like, it's your job to bring honor to the family. Like, no matter what it is, like, honor, you've been dishonored. You, I was like, that is so much pressure. I could not, God bless them. I, it couldn't be me. <laughs> <laughs> the room silently agrees. <laughs> I don't know. I, I. <laughs> My husband was like, uh, yeah, you're not honoring anybody. I just went into a deep trance of like, did I dishonor my family? Me too. I was like, if anything, I I think I I honored them. This is a family of three dishonorables right here. Sure. Sure. But also, I feel great. (laughs) I mean, we feel great, but our families have been dishonored by us. Dishonored. Our ancestors. Dishonored. Dishonored for sure. But I just... But also, in many ways, they dishonored us. I was I was six years old when my mother told me, oh, you actually have to take the red ring off of the bologna before you eat it. <laughs> Excuse me. What red ring? What the Okay. Fuck? When you're poor, when you grow up poor and you get bologna. Yeah. I know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> the it wrapping? Comes, it, it's the jelly the, meat wrap? The wrapping, but we would get it like... I, I don't, Oscar Mayer is too... Name brand. It's like whatever is the most generic. Gotta be the generic And it bologna. was packaged in like a red casing that then it would just through a machine auto slice and oh, put yeah, in. And you, and you were supposed to the peel yeah. the thing. I remember being a kid, being my mom was like, "You're not eating that, are you?" And I was like, "What?" <laughs> like you have to take that off. My experience with ham products is the opposite, where everyone around me's eating all the skins, and I'm like, "Remove that ham skins." <laughs> Any skin. <laughs> I don't. Oh, I don't you're not like a don't skin like or bone any, person. You, what about turkey? Potato skin? skins? Nope. Chicken skins? Turkey skins? Mm-mm. Okay, tur- uh, chicken skins? No, thank you. I'll take all the skin of everything. Absolutely I'm very not. particular about my skin. Andy also doesn't like bones when we're talking I do about not. meat. Skins and bones. He doesn't want to be reminded of what it was. Absolutely. Oh yeah, that's why I leave the eyes in. <laughs> <laughs> you have a ham leg with two eyes burrowed into it. <laughs> I like to know that my food was once alive. <laughs> so Mulan uh, cuts all her hair off. She takes the horse. She gets in the the um, the armor and she gallops to like the camp mm-hmm. to pass herself off. Um, however, um, after she leaves, the ancestors decide that the great stone dragon will bring Mulan back and send a disgraced former guardian, a small red dragon named Mushu, to awaken him. And we're introduced to the incomparable Eddie Murphy as Mushu. Oh my gosh, so good! I, I like Eddie Murphy. I guess I don't. <laughs> I, I I didn't grow up like 
having. I a, feel fine about it. I feel fine about him. He's very fun, like whatever. I just didn't have an adoration of him because I don't think I was old enough when his movies were out. We were watching kids' movies. You don't love Daddy Daycare. <laughs> <laughs> What's that other one? Were they in something called like the Wild Hogs, where they were four oh, bicycles? No. By, was by, that by, Murphy? I don't know. It was like Coming that generation. Great. It was a lot of people from that generation of con- yeah. comedians yeah. that were for our like adults. Like Spade. Hot Tub Time Machine era. Yes. Exactly. Okay. Like, Have you seen Hot Tub Time Machine though? It's kind of good. I we know. did work in a rental you've store t- and people really this. talked about it I a lot. really liked it. Um, I thought this is why he got Donkey and Shrek. And if for no other mm-hmm. reason... I love Mulan for that. Literally, yeah. I was like, when I watched it this morning, I was like, he is so perfect. He is so funny. Like, no wonder he is, like, people revere him. Mm-hmm. He is, so, he just can deliver a line in a way that is, like, truly, not just comedic, but it doesn't feel hacky or weird or, right. like, excessive. Or, like, He's this so is good. where you pause and laugh. Yeah. He is so funny. He was cracking my shit up this whole movie. Um, and then they send him out to uh, go wake up this bigger dragon because they're like, you've been disgraced once again. Disgracing yourself is like the worst thing you could do. He's been disgraced, so he can't go. And then he just like kind of breaks the dragon. Statue. Yeah, a little too easily. If yeah. you ask me, like, like who's this is the big gray dragon keeping up with this this stone. Yeah, and then he uh, um, after he destroys the statue, he then. Uh, resolves to go instead, desiring to redeem himself to the ancestors by making Mulan a war hero. So, in a way, now that I read that on wikipedia.com, he and Mulan are on the same journey. Exactly. Yeah. Well, I guess here's what I thought. When they cut back to the dad and the mom in the morning, and they're like, oh no, we gotta tell someone, and the dad's basically like, if we tell them, they will kill her. I was like... That seems excessive. Very excessive. Which later in the movie, when she like saves everybody, they're still ready to kill her. And I'm like, you all need, you all are rule followers. Y'all are narcs. This is where I think the idea of like Western ideals, right? Like differences in culture is so interesting. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The three of us don't give a shit about like honor. Yeah. Yeah, For real. I honor myself. And we see them acting like fools. She Burger saves King all them. She saves all, all of these people and they're like, die in the snow. We, we're carrying on without you. Yeah. You can die. Yeah. And we're all like, excuse me? I thought that <laughs> later in the movie when they find out that she's a woman, the way that her the friends that she made treat her are like, she couldn't have done something worse to betray them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They were so betrayed. And I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Wild. Just because she got some titties? You know, now it makes sense why you were attracted to me. You should be happy. You know, wh- yeah. you know who else goes through that exact same struggle? Who? She's the man, Amanda Bynes. <gasps> You're right. <sighs> same She's movie. The man it's is Mulan. the Mulan mm-hmm. of Amanda Bynes films. Mm-hmm. Of, of all films. <laughs> <laughs> so she uh, uh, reporting to the training camp Mulan passes as a man named Ping um, with Mushu providing encouragement and clumsy guidance through her deception under the command of Captain Li Shang she and her fellow recruits including Yao Ling and Qian Po 
gradually become trained soldiers. Now, uh- when Captain Lee Shang shows up, uh oh, my panties hit the floor. Mine were at least halfway down. That's for sure. <laughs> he is the hottest Disney prince we have seen so far. I think what makes him so hot too is his, it's like the same thing that makes Captain America hot. It's like, he's so like traditional and like and just a good guy. He has guy. honor. He see, has, we're all he shitting, has honor. We're shitting about honor. <laughs> the minute we see it, we're like, <laughs> he's so honorable. That's us. I was really That's looking at his up. honor. I was looking at <laughs> like his giant arms. Oh, and, that's and they, his they, jawline. Oh my and god! And his back. When they yes, animate his back, back muscles, muscles, I was like, "This is yes. this was done by now gay." Who are we sexualizing? This was done by a gay. Yes, and then <laughs> even the the little friend who might be voiced by uh, Harvey. Firestein, I think his name is. <laughs> oh yeah, Not let me look up their names. Oh yeah, 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 the guy from Mrs. Doubtfire yeah, who like, plays uh, his brother. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, that guy even says like, "And I'll do it with my shirt on." And I thought that was the best line. So after reporting to the training camp, um, uh, oh, the Emperor's belligerent council, Chifu, who is. Such a fucking narc. Oh, I hate this guy him. sucks. I He's hate him. Literally walking around with a pen and paper to like write down anything he wants to report. That's me. I was just gonna say very Andy Boy. Very me energy. Yeah. <laughs> very not 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 training myself, but watching all of you train and y'all suck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> very college sophomore virgin energy. Uh-huh. For sure. Mm-hmm. RA Virgin RA, RA. energy. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. Virgin RA energy. Mm-hmm. Everybody knows RAs that are, are like cool. We've all had an RA that's like, dude, just don't make it difficult for right? me. Right. If you're gonna die, let me know. Otherwise, stay the fuck away mm-hmm. from me. Then we all know RAs that are like, Hi, I heard a rumor you have a toaster oven in here. You know what I mean? Like, fuck off. Did you have oh, a Oh, do you guys oven? play a lot of ping pong? Because I always hear the ping pong balls. Um, and uh, Chief who <laughs> uh, threatens to dissuade the emperor from allowing Shang's men to fight. Also, something that I don't think was like uh, well established until about halfway through the uh, movie is that like um, Li Shang's dad is also in the military and is like really, really respected. And his whole thing is he's trying to honor his father by like also leading uh, great soldiers and, and being a great captain. Wow. Yeah, his dad's a general, and the, I don't know that guy's name, but, like, the clipboard dude hates him. yeah. Hates him. The narc. Yeah, he hates him. He hates him. And we don't see why. We think he's doing a nice job. Because, honestly, and the reason we hate him so much is he, we are him. We have no honor, and he hates everybody who does because they worked hard for it, and we're, and we're him sitting with a clipboard being like, well, all these I other can, things. I can at least enforce the rules. Yeah. <laughs> also, by the way, I will never in my entire life learn the ranks of generals Ever. and lieutenants in the army or That's anything. Correct. When people bring it up, I get such stress yes. about it because I'm like, it feels like something I should have learned when I was a kid and I never did, and I've just been avoiding it forever. And people are like, "Oh, he's a general in the army," and I'm like, "Oh, very cool." Why would you ever need to know? I have no idea because it seems to be something that people just know, like everybody just knows. And I have no—it's like common knowledge, and I could not even tell you 
the the beginning things of being in the army. I feel the same way about Boy Scouts. I know that Eagle Scouts is the top one. Sure. Eagle Scouts but is I number think one. there's others. There, yeah. Oh, there I only are, know the Girl Scouts. I don't know. There's like a... Um, <gasps> brownies. So Daisy. Fudges. Oh, okay. Brownies. Those are cute names. Right? Ju- Wait, no. Cadets. Junior, senior. <laughs> oh the lame. God. Well, those make end. sense, though. Ours they were like, the they really at the end. Junior, senior. Like, Let me look at the ranks of Boy Scouts. I made it to cadets. I did um, two weeks as a Boy Scout, and then my the boxcar challenge came up, and I brought home the little block of wood, and my mom was like, you don't really want to be a Boy Scout, do you? Because she didn't want to help me with it. So I dropped My dad fully, like, carved this crazy... That's amazing. ...thing out of wood. Yeah. I guess he wasn't so bad. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Well, that doesn't absolve anything. Um... I was a Boy Scout for... He did because he wanted to. No, for sure. He's like, let me show you what I can do. I I was a Boy Scout for two years and I only ever got uh, three badges. Which one? And at one point they had to tell me like, if you're not going to get any more badges, we really need to talk about whatever you want to be here. You know I would have been such a good Boy Scout because I would have gotten all the badges. Oh, Oh, you think that they're hard to get. Yeah, but you know me. I love... (laughs) I get a badge for eating 500 pine cones give me them well so like whenever i was trying to get my cooking badge i i did the class the cooking class at boy scout camp and then they were like you were the best in the class i was the best in the class because i knew how to cook and then they said all you have to do is log 20 hours of like camp cooking to get your badge and i was like so i gotta do this like a full-time job and and it, it was also like it can't ever be anywhere other than when you camp what am I, when am I going to camp for 20 hours? Can we create an adult badge collecting scout? scout that membership? sounds so fun. Doesn't it? It does. But like all the, all the categories are like debaucherous. Like don't go like to work when you don't want to. three lines of coke off a stripper's ass. <laughs> Try Damn, I got two. <laughs> Cut someone off. <laughs> Cut someone off. <laughs> Talk Ugh. your way out of a ticket. Yeah. <laughs> Survive a debilitating episode of depression. <laughs> I have 35 depression one. badges. Watch one episode of Real Housewives. <laughs> Watch one episode. Vote in three elections. <laughs> All right. So, um, oh, by the way, the ranks of the Boy Scouts are Scout, Tenderfoot, which is where I got to. Tenderfoot? Second delicious. class. First class, star, life, and eagle. If someone does tell you what? they're an eagle scout, or what was the top of the... How many are there? Seven. Senior. Senior Girl Scouts. <laughs> I I do immediately respect them. I'm like, that takes so much work of shit I don't want to do. Star, life, eagle. Star? Life. Well, I think life is like, you've done enough. Because getting an Eagle Scout, becoming an Eagle Scout is really, really, really difficult. So most people... It really is. They'll like really, really work for it, but they won't make it. So then it's like, okay, you're a life scout like you are you have respect you haven't made the the to the level of eagle you have honored your family this is a little too freemasony for me or like too it gives us like homeschool vibes i know this is getting far away from mulan but my mother removed us from our church because they let the freemasons uh congregate in the basement and she thought they were devil worshipers (laughs) 
<laughs> you know they do have okay they do have though weird mm-hmm. almost like scout groups right they have job's daughters mm-hmm. and the d malay and job's I've, daughters look it up there's like a lot of weird ritual shit. Well, that was the thing. Is Sarah my mother, has a whole my podcast on, the on is, it. Dance what? That could be your podcast. It's like secret societies or Becoming just a Job's daughter. Be, being a infiltrating Job's, them, infiltrating Job's daughters. Like Mulan <laughs> infiltrates yeah. the army. Oh, I bring will it around. honor my family. <laughs> this is fucking. Uh, uh, all I did was see the homepage, and that was enough for Sisters, me. Sisters, leaders, friends. God bless. If you're Job a Job's daughter, listen, write in because I want to interview you. <laughs> and they I want to interview like whole, Job. So I will say, this is the last thing I'll say about Job's daughters. <laughs> <laughs> but they have meetings, right? Yeah. And there, you can, like, everyone like has a role. There's a like a queen, a junior, and two princesses. No fuck? joke. And then you have, like... Um, at every meeting, you have, like, five different people who memorize, like parts from the book of job and like they go around and like do the whole book of job and the way you walk in is you sing onward christian soldier while you're doing this weird you guys can't see me but it's like this weird you like have to like okay you do it and like this you do it and we'll describe okay so it's like here okay so sarah's coming in she's 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 wearing wearing robes robes. oh my god let me look at the job's daughter and she's okay Heel to toe, heel to toe, pivot to 90 toe. degrees. Exactly. Pivot toe, pivot toe. Like a soldier. Oh my God. And the Job's daughter robes. I'm and you know up. this from YouTube or? My life. Okay. And what I'm seeing from the Job's daughter's robes are like medieval um priestess robes with like a white satin robe with a rope so this tied is around there's the like chest. the honored queen the junior princess and the senior princess oh my god what were you i quit before i became the junior princess wow so anyway milan is at the <laughs> camp <laughs> So Mulan is um, Mulan is training to become a soldier, and it's very difficult. It's it's really uh, she's never done anything like this before. But neither have any of the men, so they're all kind of in the same boat. Um, there is a moment where she has to bathe, mm-hmm. so she goes in the middle of the night when all the rest of the soldiers are sleeping, and she goes to like wash her body in the lake, and then who should come but her three best friends out of nowhere jumping in, and I felt every time I watch it. I know what's going to happen, so I don't feel it anywhere. But I remember when I first watched this as a child, I felt true stress for her. I Absolutely. got to tell you, I put myself right in her shoes and had a panic attack. Like, it I, is, I, oh my God, I could never. Also, like, depending on what your body looks like, that's a very different challenge for different women. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Like, if you have big breasts that float. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> what are you going to do? You're constantly pushing them down. They're like, are you on a rock? Surprise. Like, yes, I am. And I they, just drowned myself. And also they keep, and I say this as a gay man, but they keep trying to like roughhouse in the water. Mm-hmm. That is something only gay. straight. Super that is gay. such a gay thing that only straight men would ever do. Sure. 
You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like when, like it's similar to wrestling. Like actual wrestling is so gay. Like, hey man, get off me. <laughs> and then there's Dad, <laughs> get up. And then like, there's the full me? stampede that comes. <laughs> it's a full stampede, excited to run and jump naked in the water and like splash around with one another. Yeah. Um. So she she like narrowly escapes. She has a like a, a run in similar to that. And then she really proves herself. There's one morning where they wake up after the um, the the best karaoke, one of the best Disney karaoke songs that has ever been written. Uh, I'll make a man out of you. Absolutely. Um, how? What are our feelings on the song? It's one of my favorites. It is pretty it's phenomenal. phenomenal. I've heard it so many times, though. It is kind of annoying. <laughs> <laughs> and it's always a karaoke. It's up there with "Picture" from Nickelback and um, uh. What's the, oh don't don't stop believing? Oh God! Um, but she pro- uh, or um, Ping proves himself to be an amazing soldier, but still kind of a little lovable klutz. I gotta tell you, the first time and several times after I saw that scene where she shoots the arrow and, and like climbs up or whatever, mm-hmm. cried. Yeah, I, it's, it's very so, inspiring. Like she did it. It's so inspiring because it's like. Uh, you feel the weight that like, okay, the weights are heavier probably to her than mm-hmm. to the rest of these men. The, like she's just never in her life been groomed to take on this role. And I felt like at that moment was when I was like, oh, she finally like found who she is. Like she's comfortable with who she is. She found this thing. This yeah. is her thing. And I was like, Ugh. it's so good. And then there is a moment and I forget what the detail is, but, um, uh, oh, the, the narc. <laughs> Threatens to dissuade the emperor from allowing Shang's men to fight. Mushu then crafts a fake letter from Shang's father, General Li, ordering Shang to follow the ma- follow to the main imperial army into the mountains. The reinforcements set out and arrive to a burnt village and discovered the Huns have massacred General Li, so Li Shang's father, and all of his troops. And they do it in such a way of like, um. They're singing some song about, like, finding a girl to marry them, I think. Yeah. Oh, it's I'll Make a Man. And then in the middle of the song, it cuts out to dead bodies in a burnt village. And And you're like, like, these hounds are not fucking around. She picks up the doll. Oh, God. Yeah, it's brutal. It is heart-wrenching and, like, horrifying. For a kid, too. Yeah. Do you think, like, when I watch, because I still watch a lot of kids' movies, none of them are truly as dark as ours, or I don't feel like they are. Yeah, I feel like they're a lot more... Watered down. Yeah. I think they explore, though, like, harder... I don't know. Like, some of the new Pixar movies are, like, they explore such difficult emotional themes that I'm like, whoa, could I have handled that as a kid? Like when Olaf makes a joke in Frozen 2 about dead parents, mm-hmm. like there's a joke about it. And I was like, whoa. Yeah. I really could have used Inside Out when I was a kid. That's for sure. Absolutely. Um, so then as they're going through the village, uh, Li Shang realizes that his father has passed. So then this becomes like a personal thing. Um, they're continuing to go through the mountainous pass and it's never explained to what happens, but um, look at that back. <laughs> look at that man. You know what's funny? I don't think that men, like, I find a lot of men without muscles really attractive, but. What's up? That TikTok I sent you? 
Oh yeah, yeah, no. yeah. With I, Shamar Moore and it, Matthew. Gray I was Gubler. like, I, I understand. I understand now. Matthew Gray Goobler could kidnap me, murder me. Like he could. Don't do... you just want to whisper his own name into his ear? Yeah. Matthew Gray Goobler. Like during during sex, you'd be re- you'd be saying his full name. Full name. Goobler me up. The goob. <laughs> <laughs> So, um, as the criminal minds podcast, you honestly should do a criminal minds podcast. I would listen to that. Um, uh, I'd listen to it more than this fucking dog (laughs) and pony show I'm trying to put together. Uh, (laughs) so as the soldiers march through this pass, they're ambushed by Huns. And the reason they're ambushed is because Mushu like sets off some fireworks. Just so dumb. Their cannons (laughs) are the same as the fireworks. And they're beautiful. They are beautiful. Like that would make war kind of fun. (laughs) Yeah, <laughs> you'd be a cannon guy. <laughs> but all that when they explode, it's messages and stuff. Oh my god! Like it's pow, like bam, <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> Some of them are just stink bombs, just to be fun. Yeah. <laughs> and then the smoke goes up, and it's a pu <laughs> stinky. And then some are mustard gas. <laughs> yeah. Um. So they. The thing goes off. The the cannon goes off and it like hits something or like goes off in the air and explodes. And then Lee Shang is like, who the fuck did that? And within seconds, he (laughs) is shot with an arrow. Like immediately knocks him off the horse. Then there's this huge fight between the Huns and these gentlemen or these uh, the soldiers. And they're losing almost immediately. They're out of cannons. They have one cannon left. And Mulan makes the decision to instead of shooting... um, the in like shooting into them. the leader right? yeah it, it, yeah instead of shooting shan yu she aims it for the mountain causing an avalanche that takes out the entire army and and her own army right <laughs> her own army but honestly still uh, a good was, move yeah it was, it was a such move. a good move the scene is so cool they're like um on this horse who's like galloping through an avalanche <laughs> my favorite part of this scene and i again i've always seen this movie a couple times but i laughed out loud so hard the little Eddie Murphy, Eddie Mushu, Murphy, yeah. Mushu, is skating on a shield, <laughs> and he's calling out for Mulan, and he sees a tuft of hair in the snow, and he pulls on it, and it's just a hun. It's a hun. It's a hun. <laughs> it's a hun's head, and it the head just goes like, <laughs> and he goes, nope, and he puts it, back, <laughs> he puts it right back down. <laughs> nope, wrong one. <laughs> <laughs> It was so know, fucking funny. One of the funniest things I've also, ever there's seen. a moment where Mushu calls the horse a cow, and I thought that was such a funny insult for a horse. <laughs> I thought that was Every so funny. Every line Mushu says is funny. So funny. There's a part by when they're taking a bath that he's like, "There's a few things I think those guys are about to notice." It's funny. <laughs> he's so good. And then the parts where he says like, "Dishonor on your whole family." Yeah. I was like, "That is so." Fu- I'm gonna start saying that. Yeah. Dishonor on your family. Dishonor on you. Yeah. Dishonor on your children. Oh, and there's also another moment. Speaking of things that made me laugh, there's a moment where Mulan tries to spit. Oh. And it is so emblematic of me trying to be straight. <laughs> me trying to code switch in a show. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm yeah, sorry. We t- it's stuck. <laughs> so she essentially, um, she saves them all, but she is cut with a sword. And then that's when the doctor, she passes out and the doctors save her and they figure out that she is a woman. And... Which, like... Whoops. Yeah. 
And her crime is punishable by death. She has essentially effectively stopped this entire army's invasion of her country. She has saved all the men. They don't lose... I don't think they lose that many men, that many soldiers on her side. She saves all of them, and they're like, still, we think we should be able to cut your head off for having breasts and being a woman. And every day that I wake up, I feel that. (laughs) Here we go again. This was my question, is... Is that not insane? Yeah, it's genuinely it's insane. insane. Even Li Shang is like about to do it. And then he throws the sword on the ground and he's like, a life for a life. Right. He would have killed her. Yeah. And by my calculations, these people who are about to, all oh, these Huns, were about to kill millions. So exactly. I, I think I get a million lives. Thank you very much. But instead of going home after she's pardoned, what does she do? She, um... She watches Shan Yu be raised from the dead. Ah, yes. His zombie ass pops up out of the snow. What makes him so scary? A horrifying that Falcon is like, cause him back to life. He comes out of the snow, <laughs> and as as well as a handful of men come uh, survive the avalanche, and they make their way to the emperor. So instead of going home, she goes to warn them. But honestly, I feel like... This is why we have dishonor. <laughs> because, no, and... Well, sometimes... You know me. I, you light my house on fire. I apologize to you, right? Oh. Yeah. yeah. But at this point, I'd be like, y'all can die. Literally. Y'all that's why we have dishonor. That is why we are dis- yeah. dis- That's why our families are dishonored. Because you light my house on fire, I, I, I let them burn yours to the ground. Right. You know what I mean? I'm like, oh. I'm getting there. Guess you shouldn't have killed me for having, getting a period, huh? Right? Too oh, bad, Oh, you don't so like sad. my boobies, so you just gonna gut me? Well, guess what? Now they're gonna come to gut you. It I was... Sh- I'm gonna bring the popcorn. But Mulan is better than all of us, so she goes, she warns them. They greet her the same way they left her, which is like, get out no, of here. No, get out of here. We told you to go home. But I thought it was brilliant that her solution is like, ah, women are... Uh, not seen as threatening or not seen at all. So let's dress the as whole women. troop up as women. Yeah, a million percent. And when um, Shan Yu stands up on the roof, like when mm-hmm. the, the falcon takes the sword and stands up and he like stands out of the shadows, he's just horrifying. He's horrifying he's to terrifying. look at. He's, he's scary. And then her, they're like... Not okay. just him, but the dragon behind the that is holding all of them mm-hmm. is terrifying the whole time it's there. Like, you, know, you know, they're inside. Them. Yeah. It was spooky. It was very spooky. It was incredibly horrifying. They did a great job. They, and they kidnap the emperor. They take him up into the, the, um, the house or whatever. And then they can't get back through the front door. So Mulan has the great idea of like, Oh yeah, you all like, don't pay attention to women. Let's dress up as women and we'll sneak in. Which... And then they do full drag, which I'm always here for. And they all climb the poles and they get into the... the um, What they learn during training. They, that they learn yeah, during right? training. Um, they dress up as these women and they um, infiltrate and they save the emperor. And they like... Whenever they scoot him down that zip line, Adorable. I was like, you guys better work. Yeah. Like, yeah. this is so cool. <laughs> They're like, grab the zip line. <laughs> I love a zip line scene. And the... <laughs> it always seems feasible to me. The emperor, by the way, so much chill. So the coolest. Just always. There's a moment where he's literally about to be like 
beheaded because he won't bow down. And then someone steps him to save him and he just takes a step. He's like, fine. Oh, yeah. It was like, you need to kneel for me. And he says, does the mountain kneel for a gust of wind? And I was like, ooh. Mm -hmm. He's like, fine, then I'll decapitate you. And then he, (laughs) (laughs) and then Li Shang like, Parries his sword. That's what it is. Yeah, Li Chang like comes in and and the Emperor just like casually sidesteps, like, oh, oh. <laughs> yeah, almost got gotcha. you. Like you guys are stepping on my robe. <laughs> <laughs> like oh, man. he does not care. See, that's the that's the level of death acceptance I would like. Yeah, where I'm like, I can't change it, but I will not. I will not. Oh, so cool. Um, and then uh, Sh- Shan Yu and Mulan really start fighting. And here's the one thing I will say. In Shan Yu's defense, he is the only man in this entire movie who does not treat Mulan different for being yeah. a woman. Oh. He still sees yeah. her as a threat. He speaks directly to her. He's not distressed. He's like, oh, he treats her with the same level of threat that he would treat any of the other soldiers. Yeah. Interesting. So is he that bad? I don't know. He does look like a, a falcon zombie from the pits of hell. He's evil, yes, but he's not a misogynist. <laughs> He's evil in other ways. Yeah. <laughs> He's, he kills uh, children. He <laughs> but he loves women. He loves women. <laughs> All those men in his army, women. actually women. Also, can we talk? He shaves ab- the top of their heads so they look bald. <laughs> <laughs> now that's a Halloween costume. <laughs> you were going to say, babe? It's not related to that. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. But one part that I really enjoyed, just like in Aladdin, when Iago kind of gets it, like there's a moment, I don't remember, we're not talking about Aladdin, but Iago, like someone grabs him at some point and does. I loved when the falcon gets defeathered by Mushu. Oh, yeah. It was the and funniest shit in the all world. All of a sudden, like a funny, he's like a fat chicken. He turns <laughs> into a chicken immediately. And it's amazing and then mushu's riding him at one point it's amazing it's so funny it's the justice you want for that bird that's such a dick i know and i'm gonna say this it is about a bird but it's incredibly like emasculating the bird even though the bird is a bird right yes (laughs) (laughs) its eyes are animated larger (laughs) oh i remember what it is the genie like flicks iago i think at some point or something yeah and it's just so satisfying (laughs) it is so sad because it's like also it's the only time that mushu it's the first time mushu uses his flame in an intentional like cool way yeah Yeah. um speaking of which then their whole thing is like um uh, Shan Yu is fighting Mulan and they're um, she's like on top of the building and she's on the roof and they're making this big plan because they have like they know what they're going to do he jumps through the roof straight up on through from, which if you think about it is from the ground he just has such strong legs that he like jumps up breaks through the roof and lands on the, <laughs> the roof fucking, imagine fighting that guy yeah. He's fighting her. She fights him off with a fan. And then uh, Mushu lights a cannon or a firework that launches him into a pool of fireworks. They all go off and he is Presumably dead. he blows up with them. Exactly. I like to think about that. Yeah. And then Bulan once again zip lines her way to safety. I don't know why. Zip lines are in movies as much. Andy always has this. Do you want to tell him your quicksand, your, uh, quicksand theory? Um, yes. <laughs> 
my my theory uh, what is my theory that it's terrifying that that quicksand is used as a plot in movies so much that, that it, you it think it's going to happen to you it lends itself to an element of like this is a common thing for people to get caught in quicksand sure absolutely so I, oh what you're what you're equating is that the zip, line. zip lining from a building using a random rope is also going to happen within our lives we're gonna have to do that exactly we're gonna have to look around and go quick it's used in movies enough as a child i thought zip lining away from something was like a common form of escape yeah i thought i would be rollerblading a lot more than i was really for real through malls and stuff kind of all of it yeah i thought i'd be on a boat that's sinking yeah Yeah. using a a bucket of balls to So that the person chasing you oh, will slip. Home alone oh, home I yes. actually did home alone a babysitter one time. <laughs> Real true story. <laughs> Full on to that. How and why? Uh, my brother let it. Uh, he had a great plan that we just didn't like her. New babysitter, giving us weird vibes. Okay. And so we said, hey, do you want to walk up to the woods real quick? Oh and she God. was like, yeah. She was like, yeah. Yeah. And then, but the... We did so. The plan was walk her up this tall hill, and as soon as we broke the tree line, we would take off running down the hill, get back to the house. Uh, she didn't have the keys. We did lock the door and just lock her out, which we did. And then we did set up a couple little traps for her, but she never got in because she was lame. So she just sat on the porch until my parents got home, and we got in trouble. But okay. we were ready to home alone the place. Like, we are like, what happens if she gets in? We have to have our next move ready. And then right. your parents come in. Your parents are the ones that get the traps. So. <laughs> 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 and that's why we wrote the parent trap. <laughs> uh, and then essentially that's like the end of the movie. Basically. Okay, but let's talk about two very important things. I was going to say there are two two moments. I hope we have the same two moments in our brains. Is the first one when um, she gets a thank you and everyone bows for her? Yeah. Beautiful. We cried. Bald. Amazing. Adults in their bed crying at But not as hard as the next she moment that you're about to bring Well, up. let's 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 stay for a moment on this. The emperor comes down and he gives a list of everything she's done wrong, which is essentially like different ways he's like you were born a woman yeah <laughs> he's like, you were born a woman you were born with breasts you were born having your period you have long hair you do feminine <laughs> things you have you have feminine uh, whatever and then at the very end he goes but you also saved us and then he bows to her it's just like the ultimate form of respect and then the whole like essentially the nation of china bows to her yeah and it is it's like it, crying tears full waterworks she just none of what she did was for her the whole movie she left for her dad she what fought for her dad and her country honor and then when she even after she was almost fucking killed for being a woman yep she decided to go back and save china honor good honor mulan is good honor I feel, am I cackling like a witch? I can't. I hope so. I, can't I hope wait to listen to this. And... The podcast will be so much fun if it's just you're <laughs> cackling and me doing this. <sighs> <laughs> but it was so, and they give her the sword, and they give her a medallion, and they give her that the narc's job. And then 
The s- oh, you said the sword first. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the, when the narc gets fired, the narc fully has a heart attack. And then she takes those presents to her dad. Ugh. She uh, she offers them in a way where she's like, "I am so sorry. I I I, I dishonored I, you. I hope I, I hope I have rehonored the family by saving." The entire country and all this stuff. And the dad, and I, will say, I will say, I do think of you in this moment. The dad throws all the stuff on the ground and gives her a hug. And I'm Amazing. like, oh, beautiful. Why do you think of me? Because I know I'm like, <laughs> I, I, like I know this scene gets to. Sarah. I have a thing where whenever I will cry, no matter what movie, if there's a moment where a dad is proud of. Uh, his daughter. His daughter. <laughs> don't ask telling. me why. <laughs> don't ask me why. I don't know why I connect to that so much. We don't know. Who knows? Who knows? But I love zip like, lining scenes. These things don't need to be related. Like, I don't care about this stuff. I care about you. It was. That'd be uh, so nice. You know what to I hear? like about this movie, though, is that yeah, he's. It was so nice. He's not a dick. The dad, even no. at the beginning, because mm-hmm. you know a lot of movies that do that, they paint the dad as a dick the whole movie sure. through, and then and he has he a breakthrough. Yeah. This guy the whole time is like clearly loving his daughter. He puts his foot down and yells at her because like he has. He's to. literally like, "I'm an older dude. Yeah, but, you could die out there, yeah. but you kind of like him the whole yeah. time. You so never it makes feel it like... extra nice when he's just like, yeah, I don't he know. Loves her, yeah, he understands." And then Lee, um, the grandma, the grandma is the best line. The, of the grandma movie. isn't the best. She says something like, um, she says something like, so well, I might have saved the, the country, but she's still a lonely piece of shit. Yeah. Well, he then. So what's his face shows up? Lee Shang shows up. Lee Shang shows up and someone invites him for dinner. Right. So says, you want to stay for dinner? And then the grandma goes, you want to stay forever? Yes. It's the best. <laughs> she is so funny. She's a hoot. And then they were just presumed that they they fall in love as they should. I love that. I want that. Yeah, I want to save my entire country through swordplay. Right, and then while someone's falling in love with sword me, literally. So I get everyone gets what they want in the end. So let's play a couple games now that we've reached the end of the plot. Um, the first game is. Can you spot Rosie O'Donnell? (laughs) There is a character in this movie. And what we mean by this game, for anybody who's listening to this podcast, because I have to remember that it's not just three friends sitting around in my living room um, talking Talking into microphones. Uh, (laughs) When we we play Can You Spot Rosie O'Donnell, we have a belief here that every Disney movie has a Rosie O'Donnell who you can spot by energy, um, who has the Rosie O'Donnell energy. And there is... Um, always a correct answer, no matter what the movie is. So who in this movie has Rosie O'Donnell energy? The little short squat man, right? Uh, Lau, yes. Lau. Lau. I was going to say, I don't know his name, but he's a perpetual purple eye. A purple black eye. <laughs> he is a Rosie O'Donnell. <laughs> a million percent. Um, and we know it right away. You know it immediately. And the way you can spot when you're watching a Disney movie, the way you can spot somebody who has a, who is the Rosie O'Donnell, is when they enter the screen, you will ask yourself, is that Rosie O'Donnell? That's exactly <laughs> correct. And you in Tarzan, in Tarzan, you're correct. We yeah. get a Rosie O'Donnell. It is. Every other movie, you're incorrect, but you know it's but, her. But you're also right. <laughs> um, let's ask ourselves how Disney is it. So also, um, when we play how Disney is it, we ask a series of questions that um, sort of identify trends that we're seeing within the Disney movies. 
Now, like I said, there might be more questions on this by the time we get to this episode. We are recording this on the same day we recorded our first episode. (laughs) So uh, we could have added questions to this. But as of right now, here are the questions we have. Do we have a young hero? Yes. Yes. Very well. And that would be? Mulan. Mulan. Wonderful. Um, Do we have a hot dad? Yes. I would say yes. I think so, too. Respectfully, sir. Yes. You are attractive. Think about it. He's a... He's like a veteran yeah. who's respectful. He has a uh, a cool ass cane. His work ethic must be like out of control. Oh, a million Agreed. percent. He's got that great body. Yeah, he's a hot dad. Yeah, he's hot. Um, no question. Absent. Oh, here's a, a controversial one. Absent parent or orphan level to the story. No, there is oh. not one with Mulan. Both of her parents are there. Correct. Does that change the story at all from any of the other ones? Does it add or remove stakes? It does that thing when you, if you're not an orphan, you have to be different than your parents. Right? Oh, so she, her, yeah. what her mom wants for her, like her mom would never understand. No. Her no, dad no, no, no. kind of gets it, I'm sure. And also so much of the story hinges on her making her parents proud and protecting her parents. She's clearly a daddy's girl though. Oh, a million percent. Yeah. Her mom is like, you can't even wear blush once, but you'll go fight uh, essentially until all the hun for your your damn dad. I couldn't get you to show up on time to put a little lipstick on and eat tea <laughs> with it's this bitch from I down the am, road. Mom, God, my have you thing not been was watching the movie. You will do anything for your father. I ask you to do one thing for me. You show up late. You have writing on your arm and you have a cricket in your ass that fucks up the whole shit for all of us. <laughs> brings dishonor to our whole family. Your grandmother's walking into traffic trying to get you married. (laughs) The government sends out one little letter. First of all, why are we not ignoring the letter the government sends to us? Also, why be like, like, we're going to go build a bunker. Like, we're all going to hide. How would they know? Like... Do you know how many letters I get from the government that I just never pay any mind to? First of all, because they're <laughs> how already, many letters they're always do like you get? four months late. Like every time oh, we got a letter for yeah. stimulus, I'm like, yes, I already spent this money. Oh, yeah. Thanks yeah. for letting also, me know. Also, I can't believe that the that the army wouldn't be like, oh yeah, you have like a bum knee. That's yeah. that's not gonna not cut it. Not in China. That's gonna hold us back. Um, okay, do we have two animal sidekicks? We yes. absolutely yes. do. We have Three. We have yeah. three. Well, one is one of our questions, the horse. Yeah. Do we have a horse? Yes. We do have a horse. We also have uh, a little brother, which I think is the most unnecessary character ever created in Disney history. So much so that I... Forgot that he existed. Forgot that he existed. Yeah. Do you mean... Why like didn't the, we Like him? the chicken in Moana, nobody needs him. Do they have a little brother? Little brother, the oh, dog. The dog. The, the dog. dog that helps, whose oh, only purpose in the movie is to help per- her brother. feed. The, it's called Little Brother. No, I remember because I remember watching the beginning and thinking, I'm never going to see this dog again. It's, it's very, it's weirdly dog. animated. Yeah, it doesn't thing. fit the rest of the animation. Yeah. No. It's weird. That's similar to uh, it, in well, Mulan. It's a little touched by or, an angel. Or, um, that's similar to Moana. <laughs> uh, Pua, the little pig at yeah. the beginning of the movie. Correct. You fall in love with the pig, and then you never see it again. They did that on purpose. There's a whole thing. I'll oh. send it to you. All right. Do they roast the pig? No, but they basically found out that like the chicken could do what the pig did. Oh, got you. Oh. So they're but like, leave that cuter. pig on shore. We don't want to have to animate a pig all the time. Oh, cool, cool, cool. 
And the chicken has some cool energy going on. The chi- that, that chicken, the chicken is, is funny. funny. <laughs> um, is the villain gay? I'm going to say probably yeah, but... Uh, I'm going to no. say no. He's not gay culture, but he's probably... Um, That's uh, what started this whole war, honestly. He may he's have been gay. exiled. Uh, no, 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 no. I don't think so. I think he's like built... He's supposed to be modeled after Attila the Hun. I think um, he's asexual. He's... He strikes yeah. me as he would cut the head off of anybody who walked into his bedroom. But I agree. <laughs> he has zero gay energy, for zero sure. Zero gay. Yeah. Does he have two idiot sidekicks? No. Not no. really. Not at all. His he bird is, one is smart. Bird. Yeah, and sh- and it's insane. He does seem smarter than everyone around him. Even I kind actually, of smarter than most of the, like, maybe even smarter than the emperor. Who, the bird or the... Uh, um, he uses his intelligence for evil, but he's still yeah. really intelligent. Sh- I mean, like, I, I will have to say, if Shan Yu can get into the uh, the emperor's, like, essentially home undetected, Palace. he's probably smarter than anyone else there. Very well. <laughs> 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 Um, is there a magical item that sets the story into motion? Yes. Right? What would it be? When the ancestors. I guess, mm. yeah. Other than that. Other than that, I don't know. The items not that... Not like an, an object? Yeah. I'd say no. So the... Not the statue that he broke? You no. I, no. I mean, I'm thinking like... Because the you... whole story would be fine without Mushu. Okay. So it, like magic hair. Or like, like for instance, the the rose the of lamp. Beauty, the beast okay. is a magical the lamp object. Yeah, the voice trident. Yeah, there's thing. not really magic in this. Yeah, just the as far as Mushu is like the extent of it. Mm-hmm. So no magical item, and then of course the horse. The horse. There is a there horse is in Mulan. Horse. So so far that is two out of. Well, actually, we won't know until we watch, listen to the rest of the episode. So somebody else will put in a final count here. Um, <laughs> I don't hand know cut who that's going to be because it's not going to be me oh and then last but not least we have to rate the looks first Uh-oh, of all I'm worried well, why I don't know if I recall a single look from this movie so I'm will. guessing well let's find out you will when you see them I might have some haterade in me maybe you do so the first look we're going to start with is um Whenever, uh, whenever Mulan meets the matchmaker, this look to me is iconic. I give it a nine out of ten. I'll give it an eight out of ten. Okay. I mean, she's pretty. Yeah. She's very pretty. But I, this doesn't. I don't remember this. I do. I do too. Oh, I okay. it sticks mm-hmm. out to me. I mean, I like that everything is too big for her, and it's kind of like flowing off because it shows the audience that. She's kind of awkward. Yeah. She's kind of awkward, and this isn't. Uh, she doesn't have a lot of attention to detail in this area of her life, and and all of those things. You know what? For the cricket and hanging off her ass, I'll give it an eight out of ten. And go. that for introducing what will now be my trend: live animals as accessories. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I thought it was live animals ass accessories. <laughs> So then our next look we have for Mulan is Mulan entering the camp, the training camp, where she is wearing her father's armor that is too large for her. 
this is also iconic to me. Yeah, this is yeah, 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10. 10 out of 10. I she remember, looks great. She looks great. I think I had like a McDonald's action figure. I did too. Where she it was in this outfit. You would pop off the outfit and she'd be not in that outfit. Yeah. Oh, I had this too. Yeah. It, I love the green. It had the helmet too. The green is. You could pop the armor sick. on and off. Yeah. Great toy. Great toy. Uh, Lee Shang's outfit. I like that he has a red cape. The red cape is pretty pretty hot. I would like to see more of his body. I agree. Yeah. Is he on a battlefield? Yeah. Is that any reason for he Him to not, not to wear short naked? shorts? Yeah, that's what I'm I saying. I don't know. Look. You can run in better in short shorts, I heard. Oh, there is um, another one of oh. Li Shang's outfits. It's just him just in pants. That's the outfit yeah. I prefer. <laughs> Carrying water up a mountain. And they're like sweatpants, too. He's the originator of the gray oh sweatpants. Mulan is essentially in um, her armor for most of the movie until the final scene. Oh, no. It's back to like something geisha similar clothes. to her, uh, her geisha outfit. Because when she snuck in, she had to put on like... So I love this, that she's wearing something super feminine. Yeah. While she's kicking this giant zombie man's ass. Yeah. When her hair is down, she looks so cool. She, it, it looks so like effortless. After she cuts it off with a sword. And then she, there goes, she's on the zipline. She's zip, line. zip lining everybody. We're watching it right now. Holding I'm, on to fucking paper lanterns to zip line. <laughs> only Mulan can be so strong yet so dainty that right. a, paper, a paper lantern can hold her entire weight, but she can also destroy um, the worst villain China has ever seen. <laughs> also, this firework display at the end, which is what we're watching on the screen for listeners at home. Aladdin is in this scene. Oh, yeah. Is, is he? That not in this movie, but in the Aladdin movie. It's like very Aladdin. At the end of, uh, you know. Wait, but I thought Aladdin came out before this. Magic carpet ride. The firework display is this display. Wow. That's a Disney fact for you. Holy. Side by side. I have to look it up. Go ahead. Look at the emperor's hands. The emperor's look is the 10 out of 10 of yeah. this movie. Oh, let's talk about the emperor's look. He's look beautiful. At that, those... He's wearing be- like a beautiful marigold robe. Shapes him well. Matches his throne room. Matches his throne room. He has detailed like designs on his like, what would you call that? That that part where your blazer jacket would hit that comes across your chest. It's lapel. Like your lapel. Yeah. He doesn't have lapels because it's a robe, but. His Dumbledore beard. Like so I, I would cheap. honestly hit it. Like I, yeah. he's the hot dad. He's he really is. He's the hot grandpa of the country. Then this fucking guy, I wanted him to die. Yeah, the narc. <laughs> the narc can kick rocks. Oh right. Oh, we're bowing to Milan. I. Uh, uh. All right. Well, thank you both so much <laughs> for joining me on yet. An- oh, it's sorry. They're bowing. They're bowing. <laughs> <laughs> they respect oh, your final. It only took saving every single one of their lives. We all succeeded. (laughs) Which, by the way, lesson to ladies, all you have to do to to earn respect is save every single person in the world's life. (laughs) Um, And even then, it's a toss-up. Yeah, you never know, so be careful out there. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you both so much. It's such a pleasure. This is our final episode of the season. We will see you next season as we tackle... Pixar movie. <gasps> Ooh, love it. Be You'll back. be back. <laughs> you live here. <laughs> oh, what a wild ride, huh? 
Thank you all so much for joining us for this season of Disney Adult Renaissance Era. Um, I really, really want to thank you if you've listened to these podcasts. I mean, it truly does mean the world to us. They are not... Uh, they are just me and my friends hanging out with microphones in our face talking about children's movies from our childhood and we really enjoy that um, or we're really appreciative that you've taken that ride with us we will be back for next season and next season we will be focusing on pixar movies can you believe it we're just following the trend um, and we're going to be doing about 10 Pixar, the first 10 Pixar movies to be released uh, from the studio and discussing those. There will be new games. There will be new, for the format might even change a little bit um, as the movies change. So keep an eye out for that as we, as we continue to venture uh, as Disney adults together. Thank you so much, my fellow Disney adults, for joining us. Thank you so much if you fucking hate Disney adults and all you do is tune in and, and shit on us. We welcome that. Hey, it's 2021. You can't do anything on the internet without getting shit on. You know what I'm saying? Thank you guys so much. I love you. See you next season. Disney Adult is part of the Trident Network. To learn more about our videos, live shows, and other podcasts, please visit thetridentnetwork.com. Once again, that is thetridentnetwork.com.